Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, hey, everyone. We're Carlene and Jill. And today we're dropping in your feeds with a very special bonus episode. So that's why we're here on a Monday. It's June 6th. It's National Higher Education Day, a whole day dedicated to higher learning. Jill, tell everyone why we're here. So today's episode is all about how to be massively successful in the job you love with the founder of the world's First Bachelor of Beauty degree, Francis Tesmer, brought to you in partnership with Lead Rolf's Global Institute, powered by L'Oreal. Yes. And I want to tell you guys why I'm really excited about this episode because it really is the first for the beauty industry. And so, what I love is that, you know, yes, you can go out, you can get that amazing license for cosmetology and get, you know, become an esthetician or a nail tech or a hairstylist. With this program, you can expand on that and you get to learn so many more things that truly Jill and I talk about this all the time. And this is why we became obsessed with this industry. What we love about it and why we do this podcast is that we look at very real social issues through a beauty lens. You know, we can talk about the economy, we can talk about psychology, we can talk about sociology all through this beauty lens and it all is relevant. So it's it's more than the skills that you can have. And all of those things do ladder into real jobs, you know, other jobs aside right. from just being an entrepreneur, which is what we bring you with our founder episodes. We don't talk very often about all of these other opportunities that are amazing and great. And so that's what we're going to dig into today. I think post-pandemic, it's never been more relevant than this moment in time to sort of either re-up on your skills or get completely new ones because every industry, including the beauty industry, is just rapidly evolving and changing. Oh, the world is changing, you know? So being able to flow, you know, stay with the flow and stay successful, get that Gucci money, that's what we want for all of you. So our guest today is Frances Tesmer. She is the CEO of Rolf's Global, who spearheaded an entire higher education program dedicated to beauty. 
It launched in 2020. It's called the LEAD Institute, and it's a revolutionary degree program for beauty professionals, the first of its kind in the world where you can learn about finance, marketing, leadership, ethics, communication, evidence-based decision-making, you know, all of these skills that are going to help you just level up in this industry. That's right. And what I love about this, Carlene, this program and what I think what's so smart about it is that it's really for anybody at any age and any stage of your career. So if you're listening to this and you've been a hairstylist for 20 years already and you're like, oh, I would really like to re-up and learn some of these things, you can apply. You can apply right out of high school as well. Or if you're sitting in your cubicle at the bank right now listening to this and you're like, I really want to work in the beauty industry. What are my options? You could enroll in a program like this and get the skills to give you the confidence to make that career pivot. Mm-hmm. And you know, Rolf's, Rolf's is a longstanding Arizona-based company and they actually own several Phoenix area salons. And so they have teamed up with Mesa Community College. It goes by MCC, as well as Arizona State Universities alongside L'Oreal. So you actually have a couple of options here. So they've pioneered the creation and development of this new degree program. You can do the program from home or in person. And students around the globe can now earn the first ever associate in applied science in beauty and wellness through Mesa Community College. That's a two-year program. That's the college degree. And then if they choose, they can further their education at Arizona State University for a Bachelor of Applied Science degree, a degree program in health, entrepreneurship, innovation, and emphasis on personal care. So that's the bachelor degree. And you can do this in an accelerated timeline too. They've really thought of everything. Absolutely. It's so well positioned for the new world where we just don't go in nine to five. It's like you can you can do it in person. You can do it virtually. You can fast track. You can join at any time. It doesn't have to be September, you know, if you if you end up listening yeah. to this in the spring, they can jump in on the summer semester if you want to. Okay. So let's tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today. I just loved our guest. She has so much great energy and passion, and that's what we need in the beauty industry more than ever. So in today's episode, you're going to hear from Francis why this was so desperately needed in the beauty industry right now, moving education beyond trade toward professional and why approaching beauty from this more holistic 360 idea really is the future of the industry. Plus how to network in beauty and why that is so important to future-proofing your job. And finally, what kind of tangible opportunities you're more likely to get if you do complete this program. It's quite amazing the steps that they've taken to ensure that you actually do land that job at the end of the day. I can't wait for you guys to hear about it. And you can also get more of the nitty gritty details on our website at breakingbeautypodcast.com and in our show notes. So here she is, Frances Tesmer. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast, Francis. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about your path to working in the beauty business. I have no business to be in this business because I'm not a beauty professional myself, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And my way into this business, uh, ever since I was 10 years old, I'm passionate about women, empowerment, education, growth, possibility. And I've always cared about children, too. That has been my life passion. I came to this industry because I saw a powerful industry like beauty industry, mostly employs women, mostly customers and consumers are women. 
And yet I saw how it has not been transformed over the decades. And I mean specifically the workforce and its education. And I mean specifically its future, right? Mm -hmm. And its possibility for all the people and particularly women who work in it. Mm -hmm. So I, I decided to basically take this on and, and, and create a generational transformation in the beauty space and create a new possibility and a new uh, future and career for everybody that's in it and love it and want it, you know? Well, this is the great thing about coming in as an outsider, quote unquote outsider. And, you know, we've interviewed countless super successful entrepreneurs on this show in the past. And some of them really did come from outside of the beauty industry. And and sometimes when you're in it, you're so used to just doing things a certain way that you don't even question it. You just accept it. So sometimes it really does take somebody from the outside coming in. And I agree with you. If there's one thing that I learned uh, when we started this podcast five years ago is that for a very long time, if you think of the beauty industry almost like a pyramid, the people who were at the top, all of the CEOs pretty much were were men. Yeah, and they were the ones running the business of beauty, which was the absolute converse. Right, you flip the pyramid, and it's all the women at the top, and some men, but you know, you get the idea. And so, you know, mm-hmm. this idea of who controls the power and the messaging and the money, I think it's it's very interesting that you immediately sort of saw that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. That is absolutely where it's at. Yes. Yeah. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And, yes. you know, in terms of just sort of sharing that wealth and those opportunities and you know, for myself and Jill, we came from the magazine world and we always knew that, you know, they were fashion magazines, but it was the beauty that funded the fashion in the magazine. It wasn't the fashion ads. The, the They didn't, those big luxury brands, surprisingly, had they had much less money than, you know, the L'Oreal's of the world who were really funding our magazines. And Absolutely. yet, and yet there were these it was like beauty was also kind of like, what was the path to becoming a beauty editor? Nobody knew. Whereas the fashion Mm -hmm. editors at the magazine, they had come from fashion school. They had learned about styling. They had learned about marketing. You know, they learned all of these things and they had a clear path. Okay. I'm going to try and become a stylist or a fashion editor or whatnot. A beauty editor, where were they going to come from? They weren't going to come from cosmetology school. It's like, we literally all got to be beauty editors by accident. So I'm curious, you know, when you kind of look around, like what has been the traditional course? Like for a young person, they're like, I'm passionate mm-hmm. about beauty. What, what did their options look like, you know, up until now? Absolutely. Until now, the students go to cosmetology school. They have a basic trade idea, right? There is not mm-hmm. even enough time that this student really uh, learn their technical uh, aspect, even that when they graduate, 
they need another two to three years of going somewhere and apprenticing somewhere in order to, to get that to where it needs to be. But certainly they don't have all the other areas that one needs to know and master before one goes out in the world and call herself or himself an entrepreneur or a professional. Really, what we're talking about is taking this industry from what, from trade to profession. Exactly. Trade to profession. That's where it's at. In honor of higher National Higher Education Day, which is today when this episode comes out. So tell us about this new degree program that you've spearheaded and the name of it and, you know, the fact that it's addressing all of these gaps that you were just talking about. Yes, indeed. Well, I am so happy and excited and uh, to share with you that we have we have launched the first college and university degree for beauty professionals globally. End of Amazing. trade, beginning <laughs> of profession, right? <laughs> and uh, we're so excited about that. And that is really going to change and to completely transform the, the future uh, of this profession for every beautician around the world. They're going to enjoy a different level of respect, different level of reputation, the different income, the different opportunity. In fact, people think if I love beauty, all I can do is, for example, become a hairdresser or a, a skin specialist or na- nail specialist, all of which is great and true, but there's so much more that they can do now, right? They can go and work in a laboratory. They can go and become a professional manager of a multi-million dollar beauty industry, marketing. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And that was one of the uh, ideas to expand the horizon of the beauty professional through higher education. So this is a degree a uh, beauty and wellness college uh, degree. And then you you continue to ASU. Uh, uh, by the way, MCC and ASU are among the two of the most reputable college and university system in the country. Uh, and they are known for innovation and progressive thinking and a modern approach to, to education. Uh, and uh, and and then when you go for your bachelor, your bachelor is bachelor of science with emphasis on personal care, uh, entrepreneurship, technology, uh, and beyond. And uh, so mm-hmm. so when you graduate, you're a well-rounded beauty professional. Mm-hmm. You have all of these tools with you, and now you can proudly and confidently go out in the world transform your own life and future, but also take care of clients on a whole new level. So we all win. Love that. I also just think it's so satisfying to have 
all of these tools in your pocket. And it's nice to have options as opposed to have invested all in this one area. And then you don't necessarily, like, I wonder how many cosmetology graduates have kind of gave it up. Do you have any idea? Like, are there any stats around that or anything? Actually, a huge number. The last thing I have heard that almost uh, over 80% of cosmetology graduates leave the industry after the first three years. And I can completely understand that because you, you get your license, you go, you, you're basically thrown out in the world without having all the other things that you need in order to be mm-hmm. successful. And it is, I find it extremely unfair because the, the the humans, the people that go into this industry, they love this industry. That's why they go into this industry. And then to see them crash, it's heartbreaking. And it's yeah. not even fair, you know? And I love the, the what you said about we are so much more than just one area, right? Mm-hmm. It's so true, right? It's so true. And the other thing I want to say, who said in order to be an entrepreneurial in even in the salon industry that you can do that with a trade license out of cosmetology school? Who said that you don't need business and you don't need science and you don't mm-hmm. need marketing? Who, who said that? Yeah. How can that be? Yeah. We've been talking about the great reset that's happened post-COVID, and there's no question people are approaching work differently. So how do you think this new outlook has influenced the professional beauty biz? Yes. First of all, because we have created this degree very much to fit into, and particularly women, but men too, anyone really, is to allow them while they're having, a lot of them have full-time uh, j- jobs that they can still go for the degree and do the degree and do the education. So that's one aspect. A lot of women, especially with families at home, they have to spend time with their children take, and they still can take this degree because we've made it in such a way that they can do that. We particularly made it flexible on so many levels because our goal was that there is nothing in your way to go for this. We wanted to take every obstacle away. Beauty is essential to our civilization. Beauty is beyond our haircut and and lipstick. It's so much more. I think the pandemic kind of brought that to the forefront. And frankly, not only that, you know, I think it also showed how vulnerable a lot of our jobs are when we are just single focused, you know, and a lot of we spoke to a lot of beauty professionals who work with estheticians and hairstylists and, you know, makeup artists. And when we were in lockdown, I mean, self-employed people, you know, they weren't going to have insurance like they were they had to pivot and pivot fast. And it was like, what are you going to do? And so I think once again, just like this idea of having more in your toolkit, having more versatility, being able to adapt and evolve with the times is just so powerful for somebody who has a trade. And that's fantastic. Like I, you know, like you just said, we appreciate our hairstylists and our beauty professionals more than ever now. 
but we also want them to make money and do well, no matter what is happening with the times. And I think that's something that we really learned over the pandemic as well as like having more to offer and being able to adapt is just going to help you the longevity of your career and make you kind of pandemic proof or whatever, whatever comes. Yeah, You know, it's so true. It's so true. And, and that's the beauty of it. The pandemic, to your point, allowed the beauty professional to see the gap and the deficiencies that are there. And so mm-hmm. it made them to feel like, I need more. I deserve more. I want more mm-hmm. on the one side, the workforce. And then the clients, the consumer on the other side realized how essential this is. And really, what we're trying to do through this uh, higher uh, education to bring now the two together. The realization is there. We need the solution, right? We need the bridge. And and the bridge of higher education is going to take care of that that gap. Very true. Very good. Well, I love that you can do it from home or go in person and it's flexible. So it is, it's adapting to that part of our new lifestyle as well, because you know, the nine to five is, (laughs) it doesn't work for everyone. That's right. Absolutely. Let's say we have a listener, they're interested, you know, they're thinking, I love beauty. Maybe this could be for me. Tell us how this program is different from beauty school. Like what sort of classes might you find in your curriculum? What might an everyday uh, look like for them? Absolutely. Well, this is not a cosmetology school. We need to be very clear about that. It's college and university, first of all. Second of all, it is uh, just to give you some of the courses, for example, communication, right? The, the co- we have a whole curriculum put together that is specific to this industry, to this population, what they need to understand in the area of communication to the next level, right? So just on that communication alone, once they take that curriculum and they come out honestly, in the first semester already immediately affects their career, their job, their life, because they have this uh, next level um, holistic understanding of communication at college level, at university level. For example, they have nutrition course. They they can, uh, they are able to understand the foundation of nutrition, the foundation of health. You know, for example, in the beauty industry, as I've shared in the beginning, uh, the science of beauty, we create ingredients, we create things that are incredible right and but our beautician really don't know you know ingredients uh, science how they come together how they make so they get to learn all of that uh, i call it the science of beauty right then entrepreneurship then innovation what is beautiful about this degree it allows beauty professional it opens their mind right to innovation, 
What type of opportunities do you think graduates are going to have that they wouldn't get from beauty school? You haven't mentioned it yet, but I believe there's social media as well. Is that part a part of the communication? Yes. So just give us an idea of like maybe the types of opportunities that are going to present themselves if you do go through with this program. Absolutely. So now for the first time, of course, you can become entrepreneur in any of those areas. You can go and get a high-level, well-paid job in thousands of uh, manufacturing and beauty companies out there, by the way, all of whom are desperately looking for well-educated, well-rounded beauty professionals. And uh, there is more job everywhere in the beauty sector than there are Uh, people that are ready to take it, right? So you can go and become a a marketing director in a manufacturing company or beauty company. You can become a manager. You can become a social media uh, manager. Uh, You can obviously become an entrepreneur and open your your own company. You, You no longer have to learn things by trying and failing and learning and trying. And 10 years later, maybe you may, now you have a a path, a future you can rely on. And Mm -hmm. by the way, we help, uh, we not only support uh, beauty professional with major scholarship, uh, and we also help them, I say we hold their hand through this whole process We help them with professional development. We help them to get ready to become a successful student at college and university. And when they graduate, we help them with job placement too. So we help them. That's big. Yeah. We help them like completely in this. Like, do you, do you, maybe you could expand on that. Like, do you help them find internships or do you, like, how do you make these connections? Because I think that's huge. Especially when this is happening all over the world. Like if you're in Maine versus Arizona versus California, you know, how do you make that happen? I'm glad you asked that because we have made partnership around the nation and around the globe where the students can actually, uh, we put them in manufacturing, in salon, in different companies to actually apprentice and learn. Not only that, what I'm very excited about, we've created exchange students with Europe for which is part of their college and university credit hours. So now Amazing. we send you to Paris. You go to Lorient. The capital. I mean, that's the Mecca of beauty. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yes, yes. And you get also, I love for beauty professionals to have a global exposure because we are a global world, right? So, so we promote that, we support that. Um, uh, so exchange student is a big, big part. And then we have partnership, as I mentioned, around the nation, around the world, where these individuals actually can go to companies and places of their interest and get an apprenticeship. And we have that in place too. You know, I have to tell you, it is extremely important for us, for beauty professionals to have access to higher education, but it's just as important that they succeed Mm 
And at the end, they have great jobs and great pay. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing, we are invested in this whole journey and we really want it for this population. And we want to change the reputation of this industry through this initiative. I love that you're thinking globally because I think the other thing that Jill and I have seen being in this business for over 20 years um, is is this revolution of diversity and inclusivity. And the beauty industry really did need a shakeup to be thinking about all ethnicities, all skin tones, everything. And that was, frankly, that was a bias that was really impacting you know, aesthetics and for dermatology, like from the top down. So I think, you know, that type of modernization, this sort of dusting off is definitely more than, more than needed. We're more than ready for this. I couldn't agree more with you, right? The beauty industry needs to be at the forefront of inclusivity, sustainability, humanity, Everything, I mean, come on, I joke about it. Are we the beauty industry or are we the ugly industry? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, if we are the beauty industry, we have to be at the forefront of everything that is beautiful. So absolutely. And by the way, in the higher education degree pathway, every beauty professional becomes highly knowledgeable in all of these areas, extremely important. And yes, we are a global world. And yes, every beautician must be exposed to the global world and its beauty, right? Yeah, I love that. So uh, Francis, can you remind me when the inaugural class graduated from this program? Yes. So they graduated actually last year. However, their graduation party is this year because of COVID. Okay, okay. Uh, good. So, so we have a grand graduation party, 18 of August. Okay. And it's going to be grand. It's going to be red carpet. <laughs> it's going to be to the moon, right? Because okay. it's a historical moment, right? It's a mark. Is a mark trade to profession, Love a it. new future, right? So we're Amazing. very excited. That's awesome. And I know that, um, you know, with the graduates that, you know, there's already been graduates from the program that, you know, they haven't walked the red carpet yet, but they have their degree. So what success story sticks with you the most? I'm sure you're very intimately acquainted with all of the inaugural class. So maybe there's some a story you could share, an anecdote. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. Several things. Number one, I see these young women confident with their head high up. They show up to work as beauty professionals. They see themselves as leaders. They see themselves as leaders of their own life, that they're in control of their own life and that they're in control and in charge of their own evolution. They see their own value and respect themselves, and they are able to extend respect to the clients. And this relationship between the two is 
incredibly beautiful to watch because they both win, right? They both come together in a beautiful way. The beauty professional and the customer, they both now have so much more than ever before. And it's fabulous to watch this, to see this. And I'm only talking in the salon area, but then you have in marketing area, in management area, and, and the list goes on and on and on. You know, it just widens their lens. It also widens their network, to be honest. Like, I think yes. that's something that is yet to be seen, but having this network of people like an alumni with, mm-hmm. you know, like these synergies. And I think that's what we're seeing more and more in the beauty industry too. It just like you've said, is that you know, beauty doesn't exist in a silo. And some of, you know, what I get really excited about is when I hear like the makeup artist, Daniel Martin, talking about how he works really closely with the facialist, Joanna Vargas, and they, they share information with each other. Okay. This person just, this celebrity just had this facial done. When you go do the makeup, this and that, you know, we've heard of like estheticians or dermatologists who work, who have facialists in the other room because it makes sense. It makes sense that you would understand if this person is getting these dermatology treatments, then they come over, you know, it's holistic. And I think that's really what, you know, we need one hand talking to the other. So I think there's so much possibility in terms of, you know, people coming together and creating, whether it's in real life or online. And this is what this network can help them make these connections. I have to tell you, I love that you touched on that. That is at the heart of this degree. That is one big issue that needs to be addressed in our industry. And let me share this with you. We have all of this cohort in our degree. One of the things that happens throughout this higher education pathway They all become connected with each other. They collaborate with each other. They support with each other. So now when they graduate, they can work together as a team. Salon of the Future that we we run, it's about that. I am personally, I believe highly that creative people in an ambience of partnership and collaboration become their best. We don't need to be a one-man show in some corner somewhere. We need to be together. But before the higher education, that has been a challenge, right? That, that, that's, that takes education to know how to collaboratively mm-hmm. work with each other. Now they know that. I mean, you need to see these graduates uh, for to your point, every client that comes in the salon, at least four or five of them know what the needs of this client is, what she wants, what she does. They collaborate, they talk. And now think about the client. The client is the one that gets enormous benefit out of this collaboration. It's extremely important in our industry. It's one of the goals of the higher degree uh, to create that, right? Uh, extremely important. I agree with you fully. Amazing. Well, our, our final question for you, Francis, is as a longtime entrepreneur yourself, what's the best piece of advice that you consistently pass along to young people who are 
passionate about a career in beauty. Yes. So I say this generally speaking, it starts with the individual himself or herself. Okay. I believe we cannot be successful in any area uh, of our career if we ourselves as individual are not growing and evolving. We need to take care of us, our internal well-being, our external well-being. We need to address our holistic being. And that's extremely important. If we don't address that, we can have a career, we can have a job, we can have, but at the end of the day, we cannot become a fully happy, successful human person on an ongoing basis. So that's very important. We've got to pause and question ourselves where we are today and where we want to go as an individual, as a person, and then as a career. And they need to go hand in hand. You can't separate one from the other. Uh, That's huge, in my opinion. Thank you so much for your time and coming on the mic and creating this program. I think it's so exciting uh, for so many people that they can get this kind of well-rounded higher education. It is National Higher Education Day. So thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I thoroughly enjoyed our time together and our conversation. And thank you for all that you do to empower our industry and move us us forward. We need each other. Let's do this together. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.